Hi moms, if you're looking to sell your engagement jewelry, Worthy is the perfect option. With over 45,000 satisfied customers, Worthy is the most trusted name in the business. Would I bring you anything less? Worthy offers competitive auctions and gets you the best deal possible on your jewelry. Plus, I've connected with Worthy on a special bonus offer for the Moms Moving On community. A $100 Amazon gift card when your jewelry sells for over $1,500. Ready to move on from that engagement ring? Get started today at worthy.com slash moms. That's worthy.com slash moms for the special bonus offer. This week on Moms Moving On. I was here in Miami by myself with Dylan uh, and my ex-husband. And so I had to really create a village, one, and two, in the village that I did have friends that, you know, friends that become family, I didn't want to burden them with oh my God. what was my shit. Life moves on. So why shouldn't we? This is Michelle Dempsey-Moltak, your host of Moms Moving On, navigating divorce, co-parenting, single motherhood, and moving on. Welcome back to another Moms Moving On. I have a really inspiring mom on with us today, and I'm so excited to be chatting with her. She's not just a fellow Miami mom, but she's a really badass, successful one at that. We have Ayana Rodriguez on with us today, and she is the founder of the ITAVI Method, a childcare program that can be booked while on vacation. The award-winning childcare service allows parents traveling with toddlers and kids of all ages to find a trusted and reliable childcare solution while on vacation. Hello, that's brilliant because I don't know about you guys, but my chat is always blowing up with, hey, does anybody know a sitter in Asheville? And I'm like, "Uh, no. Ayana, thank you so much for being here. Hi, thank you so much for the warm introduction and for having me here today. Yeah, I'm so excited. I know this has been like a long time in the making, Um, (laughs) but you know, despite your success with such a brilliant concept, I know that there's a divorce story underneath this all. So why don't you just start by introducing yourself and how you got started um, in this line of work and, and then we'll get to the heavy stuff. Okay. So as you mentioned, ITAVI, which stands for It Takes a Village. It's the acronym for It Takes a Village. Oh my God, I love that. And yeah. And the whole thought and feeling and mission is that it really does take a village in raising children. And, uh, you know, we have gone through different iterations of this not ITAVI itself, but in our society, you know, when you think about it, how we started, how childcare and community or you lived in a family where, you know, especially in Miami or back in the day where you had moms and aunts and it was your village. And then as women started entering the workforce and moving out, um, you know, we've really changed. That landscape has changed Mm -hmm. a lot as families don't tend to live close to one another anymore. Um, And so our village becomes our community. And then, you know, that can be a little bit challenging to navigate uh, as you don't know or your neighbors or, you know, so we are determined and our mission to really bring that back to childcare because it truly does take a village in raising a child. We cannot do it alone and we need to make sure everybody feels 
as moms that we're comfortable and know how to identify who our village is in child rearing. Uh, And that's important. Um, And not just in child rearing, but identify who your, your village is, who can help you be better as well Mm -hmm. along the journey. So ITAVI and, you know, we partner with wonderful hotels throughout Miami and we're scaling. So we're at Fountain Blue, one hotel. Uh, We do family activations at St. Regis. So we have some tremendous partners, Aqualina. And so, you know, in entering this market, uh, just a little bit, I, as a mom, I have three children and always identified it was a challenge. If you do go somewhere, how do you know who you can leave your child with if you want to go out or you have an event Usually, you know, you ask a friend and a friend of a friend and, um, or the concierge and, you know, you just have to, that's like going with your gut instinct because you really don't have any land understanding of the landscape. So it's almost like rolling the dice, right? And because you're desperate, you need childcare, you have to go to this event or you Uh want to go out and, or you don't want to bring your kids to dinner because you know, when you bring your kids to dinner when they're little, it's the same thing. Just it's a hot mess. Look out. Right. Yeah. Stop, stop, leave your sister alone. Stop, you know, eat yeah. food, you know, all of those things. So, um, you know, we have really been determined to adjust the approach and the intentions to childcare and what the landscape looks like and make it easier not easier because parents have to still take ownership, but understand how to navigate it in a better way. And, you know, through our process, through our vetting process, which we do, we have childcare professionals. I want to make sure we understand the difference between childcare professionals and a babysitter back to that village. When you lived in the community and you would have the neighbor come in and watch your child, that's a babysitter right? Childcare professional, somebody who has experience. We have a lot of teachers on registered nurses. They're already in the care field or childcare market. And we just really want to provide them tools and resources to be better at what they do. Uh, The ability for mobility, because, Uh you know, these 99.1% of them are women and, you know, they do care about taking care of other people's children and they're good at it. However, it's an industry that's really been underrepresented, as I know you know and can understand. And we want to give them support, mobility, and the ability to be better at what they do best, taking care of children, and provide an experience for those children that we get to spend time with. That's amazing. And I love the concepts because, you know, the name, it takes a village, kind of like it brings up so much for me because I remember as a, a younger mom going through a divorce when my daughter was two, I was kind of like, where is that village? Because I didn't feel like I could find it um, as easily as actually as easily as I could have when I was married. And that's really hard. And, And so having this option, I feel like, you know, you mentioned also being in Miami, being Latina, that like for myself too, like I've got my mom, I've got aunts, I've got a whole bunch of people that I could call if I need help. But a lot of people find that when they are divorcing, their parents or their family members do not necessarily agree with their choice to divorce. And so they feel like cut short on their village. What was that? Mm. Was that an experience you could relate to or? Yes, in a lot of ways. And my situation, Michelle, was a little bit different is that I didn't even have a village here. My family, I didn't have any family in Miami when I divorced 
my, so I married twice. Um, and I, my first marriage where an, a product, my son, Dylan, who's now 20, um, and knocking on the door cause he just landed from Boston. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> it never ends. Yeah. <laughs> um, so, you know, we didn't have, I was here in Miami by myself with Dylan, uh, and my ex-husband. And so I had to really create a village one and two in the village that I did have friends that, you know, friends that become family. I didn't want to burden them with oh my, God. my shit. Yeah. Can I use that word? Of course. <laughs> I didn't want to, you know, the, Nobody wants to hear all the time. Oh, you know, it gets time for, I was tired of hearing myself. So I was I, like, stop. Yep. Same, stop, I have this same, same, same issue. And I remember thinking like, I need to complain. It's going to make me feel better, but how much can these people actually take from me? Right. Before you isolate the little village that you do have. <laughs> right. I know it's such a double-edged sword for real. Um, so you got divorced with, you had one child and then you... Mm-hmm moved on to your second husband and had two more babies. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Amazing. So a total of three, uh, a boy who's 20, as I mentioned, a 13 and eight year old. So I have the spread, quite the spread, but it's wonderful. And so with my second husband, he didn't have children prior. He was married prior, uh, but no children. And we have, we've, to be a beautiful family, you know, and I, I, it's so interesting because um, there's a few things about divorce and children, which I'm sure you have experienced this as well as, you know, when you, I don't know if they still do it. I think they do where you're mandatory, have to take a course when you're a parent, yeah, the parenting and you're class. Divorced. Uh-huh. Yeah. And your child has to attend to. Oh, I didn't he, have that. My son had to go to a class about divorce and we waited for him outside and he was five or six at the time. My goodness. And it was a class at Miami Dade college. They had space there and he was in this classroom and they talked about divorce to these little kids. And I was like, that's kind of strange, but I don't know, maybe it's supportive. You know, I'm in my own head at the time and oh, it was mandatory. So we had to go. Um, and I remember just, you know, the whole, my takeaway when I got home with Dylan from that, I said, Dylan, you know, I, I'm glad you went. He's five. He's probably like six, you know, I want you to understand that this situation that's happening is not for you to claim and become a victim of. Oh, I love that. Do not use it as a crutch in life of why you do not do what you need to do in this life. Mm-hmm. Because so often I'm a product of divorce as well. My parents were divorced and it was super messy and Same. really ugh, trauma. Uh-huh. Uh, and I love my parents, you know, it was just difficult. And so, you know, with that experience, I knew going through it, you know, you don't want to repeat certain cycles, you know, right. that are really scarring as a child. Um, so I said this to him because I find so often when you hear these stories, you know, oh, well, you know, my parents got divorced and then that's when things went, even in my case, things went kind of sideways, crazy. upside down. And I was like, you know, I get it because it is so disruptive, 
but it's your perspective and how you attach to it with your children that will determine the outcome and how they choose to attach to it. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. And so I, I really took that to heart and I'm sure I messed up along the way. He could probably tell, has a, a book on the book that he would list Yeah, same. However, you know, that was just one way where I really wanted to implement that thought and that process for us very early in this divorce. Good for you. And so I know you're, you know, you're remarried and as am I, and people always ask like, how did you know, you know, when it was time to start dating after divorce? How did you know you were ready? You had a little kid, you didn't have, you know, the quote unquote village that you were used to when you were around your family. Like, what was that like for you? That's a really interesting question, Michelle, because I don't think I ever gave it any thought. I'm one of these people where I live life and I I work on this still to be present. So dating and, you know, here's, here's what I believe. I don't know. You fell in love once you will fall in love again. Yeah. Agree. Hard agree. (laughs) You will find it. If you are open to it and you don't start, Oh, I'm not finding anybody. I'm not finding anybody. Well, guess what? You're not going to find anybody. Mm -hmm. Right. And so for but was me, there was it, there like a healing process for you? Yes, yes, and I healed also a healing process of time. It wasn't very long, long you know. Some people are like, oh, you should have waited longer. But now I've been with my current husband for eighteen years, so it seems you know, like it worked um, out. Yeah, yeah. I mean, you know, <laughs> we have a track record. Um, so it, there was time, and there was a lot of reflection, and there's a lot of growing up that you have to do, right? Mm-hmm. For your own benefit and your own acknowledgement. So you don't repeat some of the same things that maybe went wrong. And sometimes you still do. And you just have to kind of be like, okay, that sounds and looks familiar. So how do I readjust? Because I know what that outcome is going to bring me. It's not even right. about your partner. How is that going to bring, where is that going to bring me? How's that going to help me? Um, so, you know, there was time and there was just this kind of fluid to like, let me just see what happens. And believe me, it was bumpy because, you know, it's divorce is scarring, you know, there's a lot you go through, um, from emotional, you know, confidence, you question, are you a good parent? Can you be a good parent? And my, all these things that will my kids you know, hate me. Kelly. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> right. Right. Am I really messing them up? Do I, how do I do this? You know, I mean, and there's, there's so many books and you know, and you're such a great resource to people. So I applaud you and thank you for sharing that and going down that journey and really giving insight for people who are in it or healing from it or know that. It, there's an opportunity to understand a different perspective on mm-hmm. how to approach it, right? Because that's what you're offering. You're offering perspective. And that's what life is about. You can change your perspective. You just have to want to know to you want to change it and that there's an alternative perspective out there to adopt. Perspective is powerful. And I think once you understand um, really that we all have a lens, we're all going to mm-hmm. see things differently. And when it comes to divorce, we're going to see things very differently. Our story is going to be very different than that of our ex-spouse. And what I find keeps so many people stuck is this idea that they have to 
get the other person's perspective to be the same as their own. They need that closure. They need that person to say, okay, you were right. I was wrong. Where, you know, my, my mentality is like, who cares? You're entitled to your perspective. They're entitled to theirs. Let's move forward from that. Cause when we're stuck on worrying about what somebody else thinks or says, or their idea of what went wrong in the relationship, we're holding ourselves back and it just does us all a disservice. Absolutely. You're so right on that. They're calling it the Bible for all divorcing moms. I can't believe it, but that's what they've said about my book, Moms Moving On, Real Life Advice on Conquering Divorce, Co-Parenting Through Conflict, and Becoming Your Best Self. Moms Moving On is filled with practical, actionable, and empowering advice from someone who's been through it and come out on the other side, me. Through inspirational stories, rituals, journal prompts, and my guidance, you'll learn how to navigate your divorce with confidence, adjust to life as a single mom, shift your perspective to find your way back to your best self and create the life you truly deserve. It's available in paperback, hardcover, audiobook, and Kindle. So go get my book. I promise you won't regret it. So tell me, so did you start this amazing business like way after divorce or was this something that you were like, okay, I'm getting divorced. I need to kick my ass into gear here and bring in the money. Um, so, you know, you talked about perspective. I have had many different iterations of what is today. Um, you know, when I got divorced, I had a children's store, uh, boutique, and that was really, uh, I couldn't do a divorce and landscaping a mom and running a, a, a store. So something had to give at the time and it was a store, right? Mm-hmm. And that was a choice. That was a conscious choice. Also the economy we had just, so there were some factors where I took the ingredients and said, you know what, Diana, something's going to slip. So you left the workplace for us to close your store to be able to focus on, you know, life after divorce and being a mom and being more present. Now you have a new business and a new marriage and three kids. How do you think you find balance? Is there balance for you in all of this? That is, you know what, there is balance because you, you find it. And you know what I find balance is it's in the experiences that you choose to create for your family Mm -hmm. and for yourself. And that's the only way it's like, Anything else in life, if you want it, you have to create it. I learned that not too long ago. Um, you know, I turned 50 this year and I was all these years before I was like, I was waiting for somebody or something to kind of make the spark for me right. to create it. And I was like, you know what? No one's going to do it for you. If you want to have fun, you have to create your own fun. If you want, you have to do it, you know, and that's just life, which is great because then it's what you wanted. Absolutely. Um, so the, so the balance is a choice to create. There's nothing else. There's no other way to do it. So you consciously say, this is going to, this is my balance moment. This is where I'm going to find my balance because nobody's going to give it to you. You know, everybody takes, 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 but that's their job to take. You have to put on the brakes. You have to say, I need this for Michelle. I need this for Ayana. So it's setting boundaries where you find that balance. I know for me, that's a huge thing. It was learning to say no and mean it and honor myself and find the self-compassion to do that. And it was really rooted in boundaries. Would you say it's the same for you? Absolutely. Absolutely. But that takes experience to learn that it's okay to have boundaries. 
Um, and yeah, it takes forever to learn that. Creating, yeah, yeah. And, you know, in a business and everything you do. And I think those are all experiences and learning processes that help you as a person, a mom, a woman to really create, you know, where you want to be professionally. How, what kind of parent you want to be? What kind of partner you want to be? What kind of friend you want to be? We're pulled in so many different directions. And all of these experiences help us to be that much better. Mm-hmm. Yeah, for sure. So where can our listeners learn more about the Itavi um, business? And how can they get in touch with you if they have questions or just want to connect with you further? So the best way to find Itavi, our services is through itavikids.com. And through itavikids.com, you can book our service. It's very seamless. Our intake form is located there. And we follow up with every inquiry with a personalized call because that's part of our process of how we define trust. We put a face with the process. We put a voice with the process. So you know that there's resolve where you're not in a queue. You're not um, waiting for an email to be returned. And I believe that for us, that what is that's trust, knowing that you have somebody there to support and help you resolve when you need resolve. Girl, don't we need it? I love to hear it. Uh, thank you for those of you who are listening. Uh, where can everybody get in touch with you if they have more questions or just want to like know your general fabulousness? Oh, that's wonderful. So you can email me directly at ayana at itabikids.com, A-Y-A-N-A-A-Y-A-N-A at itabikids.com or Instagram, uh, you know, now, these days, everybody's accessible. I love it. So DMs um, on itabbykids.com or on Instagram. And I respond very quickly. That's another skill set that I hold true in value. <laughs> Amazing. I love to hear it. Um, we will link all of that. Ayana, it was so great to get to know you. Thank you for sharing your story with us. And for everybody listening, we'll see you next time on Moms Moving On. So you want to be a divorce coach, but the term divorce coach is a broad one because there is just so much you can cover in the world of moving on. Maybe you find yourself gravitating towards clients with high conflict co-parents, or perhaps you have a knack for helping women pull themselves out of bed when they feel overwhelmed with single mom responsibilities. No matter your ideal client, the one thread that will unite them all is that they're moms and moms need a different level of support when it comes to divorce coaching. With my moving on method, you'll not only learn how to best support a client through their divorce, you'll also learn how to help support them as they transition into their new role as co-parents and managing a coaching business. I'm Michelle Dempsey-Maltak, Certified Divorce and Co-Parenting Specialist, and I founded the Moving On Method after years of working with clients from all over the world and seeing them all struggle with the same issues. In this training, you'll learn my five principles for helping a client with their moving on process, along with how to make your practice successful. Visit momsmovingon.com today to apply for my program. Thank you for joining us on today's episode of Moms Moving On. I hope you found today's episode to be helpful, inspiring, and give you the advice you need to feel empowered and strong as you move on. Don't forget to come say hi on Instagram at the Michelle Dempsey and drop us a line if there's a specific topic or subject you'd like us to discuss. Thanks. Stay strong.